This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I have Grace on today, a number one podcast, TikTok girly. On TikTok, there's a creator fund. But you make no, no money, money off of that. You'll get a million views and they're like, have 50p. Everything I've done has been a complete accident. So now I'm a bit wary. I think people assume when you're on social media, they're like, mm, yeah, you must be thick. What do you do? Sit in front of a camera. I save all my money. Really? And I don't know why, because when I had like no money, I'd always spend it. I have Grace on today. Also, are you also known as GK Barry? Yeah, I'm known as whatever. Grace. Really, wherever okay. the wind blows you to. Fabulous. I love it. And what I love is that you have built such a big platform, a number one podcast, TikTok girly. Keep going. Instagram. Is it 2.5 million at this point in time? 2.9. 2.9. I I love that. She's risen. You updated me on that extra (laughs) 400, 500,000. That is what we need to know. So you've been slaying, basically. I have. I don't know where it's come from. When did you start? Lockdown. I was one of those lockdowns. People that just came out the cracks. I all you lockdown people. I'm going to call you lockdown babies because all of a sudden they just popped out of nowhere. We were like a disease. We spread, and also no one had a TikTok career really apart from Addison Ray. Yeah. Before, so I was like, no, I'm not going to create a career off of this. And then I did, and I was like, well, (laughs) it's insane. Like just. Well, that period of time was actually the most like valuable for many, many people online. I'm so glad I started because I was like, oh, what if people find me? And then I thought, can I swear? (laughs) Yeah. Screw them. We're swearing. At this point in time, we are. (laughs) The way I paused, I was like, "Mm." yeah. But yeah, I'm glad I did that. Were you just like, I'm bored. I'm just going to create. And did you have like a plan or anything like that? No, like I remember my first one was we me miming to a Gemma Collins one off like Big Brother and it got no views and I kept doing random stuff like that. And then one day I videoed a guy running outside my house and I was like, hunk, like I'm getting my gym gear on. <laughs> and then it just randomly blew up and I thought, right, let me try and make more videos like that. And then I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it just went from there. So I was like, fine. Was it your voice? But did you like have a little moment like you're giving GK Barry yeah. energy? I don't know why. I just knew if I tell a story in this sort of over-dramatized accent, it'll be way funnier. And I did it. And it like, every time I do that, I'd get the views. So I was like, right, let me put that on. But I think I've calmed down a bit with that now. Is that something you did in your real life as well? Like no. some people naturally put on an accent To sometimes. be fair, yeah. But like my whole friendship group does it. Like sometimes we'll like, we'll like say something in like a Northern accent or whatever. We'll do loads of different accents. So I don't think it's weird. And then I'll meet other people and they're like, why are you doing that? And I'm like, oh no, fair enough. Yeah, that is a bit it's weird. It's just for yeah. you and your group. Yeah, I'm not shape-shifting where I'm from. <laughs> it's weird, yeah. I love that. Where are you from? You're a Londoner. Cambridge. 
bikes and that. What is Cape? Yeah, I was going to yeah. ask, what's the claim to fame of Cambridge besides the university? Oh, yeah. Well, I wasn't anywhere near that, unfortunately. Right. Uh, okay. I'd say the bikes and a man who did something scientific. Albert? No. Not Jer- Einstein? No. <laughs> Someone's Albert got Einstein? Someone's oh, got to fact check me, but someone did something sciencey. Yeah. And he was from Cambridge and it clearly wasn't me. But yeah, know. I love that. Yeah. Okay, fine. Thank well, yeah. Cambridge. It's nice. There's rivers there. There's hunts and hunting. Yeah. On the love river. that. I've only love been that. once, never yeah. again. It's fabulous. Scary. But taking it back then, I, I realized or I read that you you didn't get your GCSEs. You weren't. So oh, yeah. what was school saying for yourself? Oh my God. I was, you know, when people online are like, set a that was me. Oh. Like I was so, I don't think I was thick. I think I was just a bit like, I don't know, in myself at school. Yeah. A bit weirdo, obviously. And then, so I didn't really get any GCSEs. I think I got drama. And I thought we can do a lot with the C in drama, can't I? <laughs> Not even an A Not in even, drama. Yeah, I just really scraped drama. the barrel on yeah. that. Um, and then I went to something which is nicknamed Cambridge Reject College. Um, and then I was like, right, I'm going to really try and work hard. So I got my maths there. Um, and then I got like level three, went my way up to level three so yeah. that I could go to uni. Okay. So I was like, maybe I'll just go to uni. Like, why not? But you wanted it then, even though like you didn't do so well in your yeah. your GCSEs, you mm. still were like, no, I'm going to push you know forward and what see what's is, possible. At the time, I had like a boyfriend or whatever and he was just, I don't know what he was doing in his life. And it, I'm like from a small town and I was like, surely I can't live like this because <laughs> everyone around me is either just having kids and staying there. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. But God forbid, like that was not yeah. for me. So I was like, right, the only way I'm going out is I've got to go to uni. And my dad was like, yeah, you're going. So I was fine. like, okay, fine, I'll go if you're going. Um, and then, yeah, I went to uni, loved it. And I feel like I really came out of my show in uni. Found I was yourself. A lot less shy. Yeah, I was like, you know, when people go to Thailand and find themselves. Yeah, yeah. I did that in Nottingham. So, yeah, <laughs> it was good. Yeah, you know. Not, there's two unis. There's Nottingham Trent. <laughs> yeah, I went to Trent. That's that's the fake. That's the, the, the you know, the creative one yeah, yeah. is what we like to say. The other, there's we like ops with the other ones. Yeah. The other ones really posh. They all have mullets, yeah. all assholes. Um, and we're just all... I can relate. That didn't make it in there, yeah. Because there's Manchester Uni and then there's Manchester Met. Yeah, I, I went you. to the Met, but I, <laughs> yeah. I would always drop the Met and, and say I went to Manchester. Say, I went that's to like University of Manchester. When I was at Cambridge Reject College, I go, no, I go to Cambridge. <laughs> Yeah, they would never know. How would they know? If you went to America, they wouldn't know the difference. It could be like they still think it's in London, UK. Yeah, whatever. I'd say I'm doing it with the Queen and they believe it. Yeah, I love it. So you graduated, and what was the situation after that? So I've literally just graduated in September because I graduated (gasps) my. like bachelor's Mm -hmm. the year before, but I'd missed out a year because of COVID. And I was like, I'm not done getting drunk yet with no responsibilities. So I was like, let me do a master's, not thinking how difficult that was. Did that and thought, Jesus. Um, But then I managed to do that. And then I finished in September. And then I was, my manager was like, I cannot wait for you to finish because I was having to travel down to London every week, doing all these ads while trying to do them art. It was so stressful, but now I'm finished. You've Free. got so much time on your hands now to scale. Might have so too much, yeah. The reality is you've been balancing not only a degree, a master's degree, lockdown, <laughs> and building <laughs> yeah. a social media platform. And drinking. And enjoying yourself in, in that process. Yeah. What the hell and how did you manage all I, of that? What did you do to balance it all? Do you know what I... 
don't actually know because it feels like a blur. Like I remember I'd have uni and then I'd come home, I'd do my ads and then sometimes I'd have to just go off to London after that. <laughs> There's so many times where I'd call my manager crying like, I can't do it. And she'd be like, grow up. And I'd be like, yeah, fair play. Oh, wow. I'll, I'll get a grip now. Um, but it was so stressful. Like a lot of people when I was telling them, they were like, I could not do that. Yeah. But I don't know how I did it because I'm not organized, but I just did it. And I'm glad that I did because I think people assume when you're on social media, they're like, mm, yeah, you must be thick. What do you do? Sit in front of a camera, which is true. But I also have that to fall back on yeah. to just pull out. Oh, you're the second TikTok star I've mm. spoken to with a master's degree. Love so that. I'm loving this here. Yeah. It's really interesting that I do think that people want to balance like still having some, you know, traditional training. Yeah just in case this is what I mean social media like my account could get deleted and realistically what then have I got mm-hmm. this is why I'm trying to do like other stuff because if I was just on TikTok and my account got deleted I'd be like well <laughs> what are you going to do school? now yeah or your amazing personality would get you maybe we can only hope Christ love that so again you kind of have blown up off of the back of one viral piece of content mm-hmm. and then you just continue to follow through and and push it what do you think has made you like stand out in this space and like have an audience that connected with you I think it's finding like your niche type of stuff because I remember I struggled for ages being like what is my content like I do makeup stuff thank god I stopped doing that Uh, like makeup stuff hauls and I was like this just isn't me and then I started just being like do you know what I'm going to tell really embarrassing stuff about myself or just stuff that no one really talks about because they're too ashamed to talk about (laughs) and I did it and then people loved it because they were like oh you're you're just normal yeah so I guess that's maybe what got me my following because they were like it's nice to have someone that's relatable yeah I guess I think that's the thing with TikTok it's brought along like a lot more of relatable people than Instagram did at the time. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm here for so that. So I can 100% relate to that kind of being the relatable person because mm. I think that was the message I always got is you're so relatable, you're yeah. so normal, all that jazz. And people love like the normality and yeah, they, they like it. the chaoticness. <laughs> I think people love yeah. the chaos. Like, oh my God, oh, yeah. Everything's going wrong or, you know, my Makes birth them story. feel better about their yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. It's what we're here to do. But do you feel like there's a point in time where like relatability, like, is almost like a a noose around like someone's neck. Like you have to stay relatable or you're not going to be the person that everyone loves. I've seen so many people say this where they've grown up and changed a little bit and people are like, well, you're not the same. You're not as relatable where it's like, I've just grown up and I'm not, you know, at some point in my life, I'm not going to be sat there getting blackout drunk and then the next day filming myself like, guys, I can't believe what happened last night. Like one day I will have a family and I won't be doing that. And then I think at that point, people are like, she's changed. So I think there's, there is a pressure to keep doing the content that you're doing, Mm -hmm. but then I just think go with the times. And do what feels right as well, isn't it? You'll lose people and then you'll just gain other people. So it's whatever. So true. So in this um, podcast, we love talking about money, business, mm-hmm. the hustle, especially in the influencer industry as well, because, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I, my background's been in. So I'm going to do an ice shaker with you. Ooh. So these are some like juicy questions that I think are here to rattle you and just okay. to find Ooh. out your opinion around certain okay, money topics and just in general. <laughs> yeah. So are you saving grace or a spender? I am a saver. I save all my money. Really? And I don't know why, because when I had like no money, I'd always spend it. 
But now I feel like now I'm getting money. I'm like, God forbid if I spend this. <laughs> so yeah, I'm a saver now. Is the money on TikTok or Instagram or in podcasting? I think well, that's a difficult one. See, my main thing is TikTok because I've got more followers on there, but it's only just been a, like something you can really make money from. Because yeah. when I first started, they were, no one was paying TikTokers. But I'd say TikTok and podcasting is where the money's at too. Love Ooh. that. Because you've got so many different platforms you can post it on. Yeah. Stuff like that. So yeah. Love that. What's the most expensive thing you've ever bought and do you regret it? My most expensive thing I've ever bought. Do you know what? I'd say it's... What is the most expensive thing I've ever bought? Everything I own is fake. So it's not that... <laughs> I never spent, maybe like a meal, honestly. A meal? Yeah, my manager can vouch for this. I never spend my money. Yeah, I'd say like a really expensive train ticket and that really pisses me off. So no, yeah, I do regret that. I love that. So you've yeah. not been sucked into the world of the flossy life then? No, I can't. I just, it like really hurts me when I spend my money. Like yeah. the day I buy something really expensive, I'll go into a, a deep hole. That's good depression. efficiency, though. Thank You'll you. never be broke. I'll just live in the pits forever, though. So <laughs> don't, good luck don't to do me. It. Yeah. Um, why do you think most people feel so uncomfortable when it comes to talking about money? I think it's because people can judge you off it or they can... It's a, a vulnerable position to put yourself in because if you're like, yeah, I make money, then people are like... Like, say if you're going out for a meal and people know you've got money, they'll assume you'll pay for it. Yeah. So that's like, I don't know. Just got to keep it. Depending on your group of friends. Yeah, like, if you've got real friends, then yeah. they'll be like, let's half it. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Do you like know. to half it? Or To be fair, yeah, I love halving. But sometimes I'll I'll spend it. But, oh yeah, I'm, I'm stingy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a stingy girl. <laughs> At least you know who you are. That's exactly. Fine. I it's efficiency. It. Thank you. Uh, good question, actually. Did you come from money or a, fa a wealthy family? Or <clears throat> was it more like, you know, got to make ends meet? And did that influence you? I came from, it's really random. So started off with quite like good amounts. And then we moved to England uh, with my stepdad and my mum. And my stepdad was having to work like two jobs in factories and stuff. So we didn't really have a lot of money. And then we moved to where we are now and we've done everything. So we have good money now. Yeah. But it definitely, I, I haven't been like... Hasn't been like that all Consistent. the time. So I think, and I'm from a family that are like, you work. Like as soon as I was 16, they yeah. were like, do you think we're giving you money? That <laughs> you were going to go and work. So yeah, I've, so yeah, I've lived a comfortable life, but the incentive to work yeah. is definitely there. So you said you moved to England. Where did yeah. you move from? So we lived in Tortola when I was younger. Okay. Be oh, yeah. What? This is going to sound so ignorant. Where is Tortola? Like BVI, like Trinidad, Tobago, Virgin Gordery areas. An island I've not heard of. This island girl, do you know what I mean? What? Yeah. It's giving island girl. I know. I say the island name tell. again. Uh, Tortola. Why did I forget? Where? It, what, no. Is it in the British Virgin Islands? Yeah. Oh my God. I was like, but why it's, sm it's so small. Like it's tiny. When did you leave there? I don't know. When I was like seven? Maybe but you lived off as an island. Lived as an island girl until you were seven. Do you know how funny this is? I've got pictures of me. I could never now. I'd had braids and I was opening coconuts with like on rocks and stuff. Not the coconut. And no, but life. now I was like, oh, I could never. But no, like you back could. then, I was loving it. And then I remember I came to England and I had like a Caribbean twang, and everyone was like, 
what is wrong with you? And I was like, I don't know. Wow. I don't know what's happened to I it. didn't know that. Do, do the people know <clears throat> this? Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's that's because my stepdad's from there, so everyone's always like Grace is mixed race. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> no just from obviously it, not. No. <laughs> yeah, that's fabulous. Well, yeah, that great is times. A nice bit of geography for me, but I do yeah. know the British Virgin Islands. Yeah, so great place. I'm aware. To be fair, do you ever go back? We used to quite a lot, but I don't know. Plane prices at the moment, you won't see me again. <sighs> yeah, I yeah. know. It, I'll just look on Google Images. I just. Zoom in, hope for the zoom best. In, yeah, island vibes, island <laughs> vibes. So, what is interesting about TikTok and that platform is that there's a lot of content, right? Mm-hmm. And it goes and it comes, and I think there's a lot of value in it. But people aren't confident about navigating, like building their value on it. And I know mm. you're really interested in intellectual property and recognizing that you as an individual are a brand. Mm. What's your approach to that? Have you had to think about that? When it comes to like what building my building brand. Building a brand and having IP and value around that. I think it's a difficult one because I, I didn't, when I came into it, I didn't really think about it like that. But as I grew, I was thinking you've got to do something to get yourself more out into different areas if that makes sense yeah so you I feel like you've got to think about it but you've got to also know your audience and what people want from you if that makes sense yeah so as in you you kind of graduated from just random stories yeah which you probably still do a Mm -hmm. ton of but also you focused a lot on podcasting and putting that content on TikTok yeah and I think it's so I was like what more can we do than just TikToks feel like as I said, if something gets shut down or you want people to take you more seriously. So then going into podcasting and then doing other different content and then eventually wanting to go into presenting and stuff. Like, I feel like you've got to take the little steps to yeah. get a bit further. Is that something you're interested in doing? Yeah, I would love to do TV. Really? I don't know if I have the mouth for it, but I could just PG that. No, you definitely give yeah, me TV, TV vibes and energy. What I've seen in the past is like, in the YouTube in the YouTube space, a lot of people struggled with that transition mm-hmm. from actually being good on they're great on YouTube, but they're terrible on TV. Yeah, it's like, but it's also like on YouTube, people on YouTube really struggled with TikTok because because of the I time. But I could never do uh, like YouTube. Like if I could never sit there and be like, "What's up, guy?" Like I couldn't do the editing. I couldn't do the long. Yeah. I know I do a podcast, but I would struggle so much with that. Really? Yeah. I feel like brains are wired differently. Like for mm-hmm. me, I need I need 45 minutes and a cup of tea for me to <laughs> yeah. really like translate what I want to talk to mm-hmm. with people, which is why a podcast is great for me because yeah. I'm like, I, we're going to talk about this right it. now. Whereas I do think like the, the brains of like, you know, TikTokers is yeah. slightly different. I guess it's what you're used to as well. Like if I only just started out doing TikTok, now I'm used to getting everything into 60 seconds. Yeah. Whereas on a podcast, I remember having to train myself up. I was like, bloody hell, what do we talk about for an hour? <laughs> for Don't talk to anyone hours. for an hour. Really? Yeah, if my boyfriend was on my phone, I'm like, you all right? Okay. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I could never. Would you say you're a sociable person and um, or are you someone who's more introverted? I am sociable but I have a really low social battery. So I love being sociable, but then after a while, I'm like, I've got to go and have a nap. Or like, I've just got to go and sit by myself for a bit. Like I did this thing called locked in where I had to literally be with people 
24 hours a day for two weeks. And I was like, oh, oh my no. God. Yeah, I was just sat there just, and I'd go to the bathroom and just sit there for a while so I didn't have to talk to anyone. Mm. Looked like I had severe IBS, but I was willing to take that chance. <laughs> I did not care. You just needed to disappear yeah, for a period of time. Like, mind me. I think it happens a lot with people who have to be like, they have to be the personality. Mm-hmm. They have to be on like quite a lot, especially on TikTok because you yeah. come on quite like, hey, here we are, da 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 da, 60 seconds. Mm-hmm. Could that ever be draining or cause any form of like anxiety or, or stresses? I think the only stress for me is because I'm so like that on my TikTok. When people meet me, they expect me to be like that. Like I remember when people first started recognizing me, I'd feel like, okay, I've got to put this on. Like I'm like, oh, you are. Um, so I'd be like, oh, because they'd be disappointed if they saw me and I was actually just really mellow. And I think people do get disappointed if they meet you and they were like, oh, she was like, she was really off. Yeah. When that's not the case. I'm just obviously emphasizing who I am. Yeah. Otherwise no one would watch it. So yeah. yeah. There is an element of performance though online, isn't it? To really be the, yeah. to actually like be good in, on these platforms mm-hmm. nowadays. Do you think that um, anybody has the personality for it? Or do you think there's something that you've had to do to kind of build your ability to create confidently online? I think, yeah, I think sometimes it's more, maybe you're made to do it a little bit more. I don't know how to describe that, but because my my thing's more like an alter ego and then I'll hide behind it as well when I'm in public. Yeah. Like if I'm really anxious, I'll be like, do you know what we're going to do? We're going to put on the GK Barry and they'll never know. And that's actually helped me. But do you know what? I feel like anyone can get a career in it. I know there's one girl on YouTube and she just sits there and she's like, just having burger, plain burger, no bun having some chips as well. And all she does is she talks about what dry food she's eating and people love it. So I think, do you know what? Anyone can have a career in this. I love that. Mm. I, I've not I've not seen that. But it's similar to no like, shade. what's it <laughs> yeah. called? Um, ASMR. That's I, weird. Don't I get can't. It. I actually don't like it. I, I, yeah, the they're trying to turn me really on and it's weird. It jars me that yeah. it's really painful. Very bizarre. Let's talk about the concept of an old, alter ego because yeah. I know there's there's Grace and then there's GK Barry. Mm. Was that an in, intentional decision? No, I don't even know. Honestly, I don't know how this came up. But even my friends were like, <laughs> "Who? what is that? And I was like, I don't know. I honestly don't know. But then I think it really it kind of moulded into a thing for me to be more confident because I'm never like that usually. And I can walk into a room now, say if I'm at an event and just put on like, just do a, I don't even know how to say it, but just like BGK Barry or whatever, as cringe as that sounds. Yeah. And be completely fine throughout that event. But if I didn't have that, I wouldn't be able, like in normal circumstances, I'd never be able to go into a room like that. Like even before, which is so funny, I could never get on trains. I'd be too scared to go into London. I literally couldn't do anything by myself until I started doing TikTok. And then I was like, right, I'll just do it and I'll put on this act. And then I was fine. Did it really help weird. you build your, your confidence, would you say? Yeah, definitely. Like, I feel like I'm a completely different person now. I'm a lot more confident because I'm like, well, if you can do it as that, then why can't you do it normally? So it's really weird. But I think also putting yourself out there, I'm like, if a million people have seen me on the internet talking about the most rogue, awful things, yeah. I should have nothing to be embarrassed or anxious that about because so... I've had worse yeah. on the internet. So whatever. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. 
be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. From a personal perspective, I really struggle with putting myself on TikTok. Whereas YouTube, really? I, could, I could do it all. Like, legs out, everything, see it all, is it hairiness. Do you know what I think that could be, though? Yeah. I think, I was talking about this the other day, on YouTube, people that watch you want to watch you. Yeah. Like, they're going onto your page. They, they know subscribed. Me. Yeah. But on TikTok, you could just randomly appear on loads of random people's For You page. Oof. They didn't ask to see you. Yeah. And then if they don't want to see you, they'll be like, Fuck you, bro. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I feel like it's a lot more intimidating on TikTok. Yeah, I really struggle. And it's interesting mm. that you said that it helped build your confidence, even in your real life. Yeah. But just by showing up for yourself on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as well, the amount of hate that I got when I first started, I was like, it's got to be worse on the internet because I feel like none of these people would say it to me. So I was like... I don't know, in a weird way, it gave me a bit of confidence. That is such a good thing. Yeah. I, I wish I had that energy. Though. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not I mean, asking for that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like my vibe is, it's a positive environment. You're, you're, you're safe here. This is a safe <laughs> room for you. So um, I hear that you are on your journey of trying to buy your first property. I am. Right? I need your input What is that looking like for you? And how, how are you funding it? Basically. Let me tell you the vibe for okay. this, right? You can give me your opinion on yes. this because you've done it all. So what I want to do, right, is I've saved and I've saved. And I'd say middle of this year, I'll be able to have enough to put down a deposit, cash in hand, just pay it all, not even deposit, just pay it off, right? Fab. So I don't want a mortgage. You don't want a mortgage. I'm not down with that. I'm just going to bang okay. it out, right? I'm just going to do it, Okay. I'm scared at your reaction, right? No, then, I, I'm not against. I'm not against being mortgage free. Yeah, go ahead, okay. keep going. So I just wanted to do that, right? And I would buy a house somewhere on the outskirts of London. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking middle London, but I'm talking outskirts, right? And then I'll ha- I'll rent it out, do it up a little bit, rent it out, and then I can rent somewhere in the middle of London, okay. so I can travel more easier. I don't know if that makes Do you know sense. What? I'm not against that. Firstly, shout out to you to, for being able to buy a house um, mortgage-free. Thank you. Thank you. I try. Am I, la- am I allowed to do that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for like, it though. Yeah, so <laughs> that is like, that's an amazing thing. Do I like that as a strategy? I really think it's all dependent on what you personally want. And I love right. the fact that you know that you want a place in inner London so you can yeah. move a bit more, but then you want something on the outskirts, like mm-hmm. a family home, maybe. Yeah, this is what I mean. So I'll rent, rent it out, out. And then when I'm ready, I'll pop in there. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not mad at that, but yeah. you can't live in a house that is owned by a company. Right. So you legally can't do that. So if you yeah. buy that under your company, you can't do that. You've got to do it as actually me, not my company. Yeah, but if you do buy a house, cash. Oh, oh let's talk about taxes. Hello. Yeah, this is my struggle No, 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 here. no, 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 no. So what we're not going to do yeah. is, right. So if <laughs> you, you have all the money. Yeah. I'm going to be technical, sorry. I'm ready. If you have all the money, it's mm-hmm. currently in a limited liability company. Yes, right? yeah. If you buy, you can buy a property within that limited liability cup- company, mm-hmm. which is a rental property. Right. You can definitely do that. Mm-hmm. You will not be allowed to live in that house based on the law. Right. Because it's owned by a company. You're the director. You could pull out the money. Say you bought a house for 300000 mm-hmm. put it into your personal name yeah. and buy a house. But if you pull out that money, you're going to have to pay at least £150,000 worth of tax. tax. Yeah. So you're going to give, two, you're going to have to actually take out 
500,000 mm-hmm. to buy a house for 300,000. Yeah. So I would not advise doing that, honey. Right. So if you so want to buy an investment it. property, yeah. Um, if you want to buy the investment property, buy it within a company, that's absolutely fine. Fine. But that's just not going to be a personal house. Mm-hmm. But do you want a personal house? I could just rent it. I'm just looking to rent a house. Buy it within your company, but you can't live there. Fine. But you can, the profits right. will go back into the company. So the the rental property mm-hmm. will receive rental income that will go into the limited liability company. Yeah. But the limited liability company can pay you a salary. So you can increase right, okay. the amount of salary that you receive from your limited liability company. Fine. So if you wanted to be paid £60,000 a year, yeah. do that. But do not take out, am I like, I'm saying this, do not take out a lump sum mm-hmm. in your personal name to buy an investment property. Don't do that. Okay, fine. That is free is that just murder, advice. Basically. You're just going to give the government I hate giving government my money. For no reason. You don't have to fight me for You're it. You're going to pay 25% corporation tax anyway, oh, right? So all of, you don't know that. No, don't I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do I? Right? Like, Right. Please put money aside for this. So no matter what, you're going to give them as of April, I think it's 2023, 25%. So here you go, Uncle Tom. Kiss all that. There you go. Have that. But don't pay 25% tax. Then take the money and then pay 40% tax. That would physically hurt 65% of your income going to actually taxes. That's disgusting. We don't That was good advice though. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. So... Just adult life is so stressful. I know. Why I can't know. it be like Monopoly? Yeah, it's, this is real money. This is one of my, my statements I say nowadays. It's, it's not Monopoly money. Yeah, it's, it's real, real money. money at this point in time. I yeah, I know. It. Even paying my phone bill was a shock. Oh. I was like, is, is it more expensive now you're on TikTok? Yeah. No, oh no. my, no. But like, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a really good phone. And then I saw the contracts. I was like, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> These are, this is, it's real it's life. in there, yeah. A monopoly. <laughs> so, by so, how did monetization work for you when it came to uh, creating your like to TikTok? Because I'm sure you didn't plan to start off making money, but it grew in that way. So, to start off with, though, it's on TikTok. There's a creator fund, but you make no, no money, money off of that. Like, you'll get a million views, and they're like, "Have fifty p." Yeah, thank you. I've paid yeah. off my mortgage. There's <laughs> just no money in it. So you'll do like ads. So like obviously companies will say like promote this and you'll get money from that. And that's mainly the source of income from off TikTok, Instagram. And obviously the podcast is a separate thing because well, you still get it from ads, but you also get it from like promoting it on certain platforms like Snapchat. Snapchat's a really good payer for having your podcast on there and they'll do really good clickbaits. People click on it. Yeah. So it's like the more clicks you get, more money you get. Oh, really? So, yeah. Snapchat? Yeah. Snapchat's actually where the money is at nowadays. Snapchat? I never knew this. Snapchat sponsored this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you'll see like influencers or whatever um, on Snapchat doing loads of stories. And that's because you can make so much money the more subscribers and stuff you have on Snapchat. I did not know Neither this. Neither did I missing out. This is the reality. There's so many platforms and different ways to monetize. And yeah. I think people can really work out what, what, option works for them yeah. and work out what format works for them. So. I think it depends what kind of content you do as well. Like yeah. if you're not into the long form, like Snapchat would be great because all you got to do is post a few stories and you're rolling in it. Rolling in the dough on Snapchat. Silly us. We're not, Fabulous. <laughs> so what kind of companies do you work for and how did you manage the process of working with them? So when I first joined my management, I remember Hannah was saying to me, she was like, I'm not going to lie. 
people it's going to be we're going to try and get you work but it's a struggle because people don't want to work with TikTokers because they don't see you as serious so at the start I was working with really rogue like anyone that would work with not in that way but Mm -hmm. as in like people that would work with me I'd just like fine I'll take it but now working with like clothing brands uh prime be like streaming services Lionsgate stuff like that I work with now but Sometimes before I do a lot of stuff that didn't really fit my content just because I was like, you know what, it's it's an income, um, but now a lot more select, Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. Do you feel like working with brands ever tarnished your brand um, in the past? Like you did anything that you regretted? Um, That's a good, I'd never say I regretted doing an ad, but sometimes I feel like I so, you know, sometimes they give you briefs, which are just so not you. Oh, They're like, I want you to jump into that frame and be like, what's up, guys? I've got this most amazing set of eyelashes for you. Like I'd ever sit there and do that normally. Like I think sometimes I wish I'd said no to companies that weren't flexible with the briefs because it performs better. If I, if I say, let me do like, let me come up with an idea for this concept, 100% it would blow up way more than it would if they gave me a script yeah so that's the only thing I regret sometimes it's just Jesus. I mean I've had that a few times where I've received something and I've said what the hell is this (laughs) and sometimes I've had the energy to be like push back yeah I hate this I hate this don't Mm -hmm. do this come on guys do this yeah but then sometimes they're like they just want they want what they want a company may want what they want and I've just delivered but I've toe-cowled yeah. in the process. I think sometimes as well, you can be blinded by money. If you're not used to the money and you all of a sudden, a brand's like, here, have this amount. I'd like to start with, I'd be like, yeah, I'm not questioning that. Fine, I'll do it, whatever, I'll sell myself. But now I'm a lot more, no, like I know what I want to do and I'll say no. I think at the start, it's hard to say no. As much as everyone likes to say they don't, Sometimes you don't, whatever. It is what it is. It's all about like the journey and growing as well. Yeah. So where do you see things going for yourself in the future? Because this is really at the beginning of Mm -hmm. your career, really. It feels so weird that it's at the beginning because I feel like I'm like, Jesus, I feel like I've done... Do you know sometimes you feel like you've fallen off already, but even though you (laughs) haven't, I know because you know all the stress of it, but I feel like I'd love to just build my name more in different sectors. Like I want to have my own little businesses. I want to make my way onto TV. Like I want to be more of a a name to older people than to just the younger generation. Because obviously now, like if you said to maybe a 15-year-old, oh, GK Barrow, but like, yeah, I love GK Barrow. But if you said that to like a 30-year-old, sometimes like they're like, who? Right. What is okay. that? Like I'd like to really broaden my audience. Do you feel like that's a bad thing that you appeal to a younger audience? And why, why do you think I think that might it's be? a great thing, but I think it's just, it would just be good to have a really broad audience. Like, because I think some of the stuff that I say is great for younger people, but then some people, I guess, maybe won't get it. Or a good example of this is um, some like creators on TikTok, they started off with very PG um, like content and they had really young audiences. And then when they just started being themselves a bit more, a bit more vulgar, the young audience really kicked back and were like, this is, you're our role model. You should not be doing this. And I think I don't know. It's nice to just have a bigger audience right. to play with. Yeah. Amazing. Did you know that your podcast is what like a number one podcast? And how did you feel about that kind of label? 
I, so I remember in the first two weeks it was number one and then it's still in the charts, but I remember one of my producers was like, do you know, it's like the number one, like leading uh, women's podcast in the UK. And I was like, no, wow. like I had absolutely no clue. It's, I still don't really believe, like I know it's that, but it's hard to believe like I don't know I feel like it's crazy because mm-hmm. a lot of people now recognize me for my podcast not my TikTok like when people come up to me they're like love you pod that's what I see more mm-hmm. like I've definitely seen your podcast over actually over your clips yeah 100% so it's really weird because before it'd be like oh my god your TikTok but now people like if you say oh I know GK Barry some people are like who and they're like saving grace and they're like oh do you have <laughs> a roadmap for success and to get here or was it all just like, all let's see where we go? All quit. Like, I didn't even want to do a podcast. I remember when my manager said it to me, I was like, no, I don't think I'm made to do that. I'm going to stick to TikTok. And then the opportunity came and I was like, why not? And then I was like, oh my God, I love doing this. Oh. So everything I've done, TikTok, accident, everything I've done has been a complete accident. So now I'm a bit wary of being like, this is my five-year plan because I feel like if I, I just have to go with the flow now and these doors will open. Yeah. And if they don't, there's no pressure on it. Yeah. There's this term like failing upwards, like just when people just do stuff and they fall and then they get up and they get up and yeah. they end up that's where the they thing. really want to be. I can't put pressure on myself because that's like, even when I was studying, if I put pressure on myself for an assignment or whatever, I just wouldn't do it. I'd just like completely block it off and be like, no. So my way of doing things is to just hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> basically hold on yeah literally hold on if I go I go that. I love that so I have a segment called time is money quick fire questions around money and values in general so something you spend way too much time on TikTok what do you want to make more time for I'd say my friends a lot of Quite people say this. that last year sorry what's something you really value that is a non-negotiable Oh, effort? Is that like a good answer? Like I really value if someone makes effort. Right. And it's not just a thing where it's like, all right, fine. Yeah. I don't you, even know you if need that's them a good to answer. care about Yeah, I feel like it. effort on all parts, work, social life. I'm an effort girl. Would you cut off a guy if they weren't making a lot of effort? Yeah, I'm lucky my boyfriend puts in a lot of oh, effort. There we go. Yeah. He's You're safe. Yeah. <laughs> What's your biggest money motto? Don't spend a penny unless you have to. And then That's you can my motto. Yeah, exactly. Love it. The biggest thing that's helped you keep on top of your finances and manage your money? Ooh, I think the one thing that's made me realise I need to really take hold of it is imagining what I where I. I know I just said I don't have a five-year plan, but as in like imagining where I want to be in a few years mm. and then that's being like, okay, we can't spend your money like that or you can't do that. So I think imagine where you want to be yeah. and then work your life around that. And Adam Sanders is a good one. That man doesn't. That man dresses like he's homeless. <laughs> he really does. He doesn't spend his money. Look at him. <laughs> yeah, that's fab. And if your bank account could talk, yeah. what would it say right now? Let me out. I'd say. It wants let me use. out of here. I love that. Well, thank you very much for coming on today and sharing. Where can everyone find you? (sighs) Where the wind takes you, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Hope you don't stumble upon there, but if you do, You've got a new channel, right? I'm starting a new series on there. So that will be, I think it's called GK Barry. 
or it's called GK Barry X. We'll have a look. We love that. But yeah, stay tuned for that. Can't say too much, but it should be a barrel of laughs. It's fabulous. Well, thank you for coming on today. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. <laughs> Yay.